Hi everyone and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin and as always coming to you from my bathroom floor. Um, this is my 25th episode which is mind-blowing and I know I say every episode it's crazy that I've gotten so far and I've had so many but I guess I'm just really mind-blown every single time like I really truly am and with that being said this is going to be the last episode of season one of Zero Correlation and I will be taking you know a few week break to gather my bearings give you something fresh give you something new and all that so that's it's crazy because I wanted to start a podcast for so long and I was so afraid that people would judge me or laugh at me or what they would say. And it took me so long to finally be like, well, fuck that. I don't care what anyone says. I started it because my friends thought, you know, it would be funny to share and it'd be better than a blog because hearing my voice is being dramatic and, you know, my tone is half the fun of this podcast. And it's so funny because I started it with a lot of reluctance, but because things happened to me that felt like they only happened to me. I felt that like I needed to share things that were happening because they were so crazy and so outlandish and maybe even a little relatable. And if I could make one person feel better, if I can make one person laugh, you know, then it was worth it. It was worth putting myself out there and it was, it was worth being vulnerable and, maybe being judged or laughed at or saying the wrong thing or the stupid thing. And, you know, it might sound really cliche, but I'm really proud of myself that I did it. It's one thing to say you're going to do something for so long. And then there's another thing of actually doing it and, you know, going through with it. And it's just a, it's just a hard thing to put yourself out there always. And I did it. And, Again, if one person laughs, if one person finds this relatable, if one person's having a shitty day and listens to this and enjoys, then it's all worth it. And it's, I think it's been kind of therapeutic for me as well. You know, talking about the things that happened to me, talking about my day or the things that happened that are so Cheryl-like that they only happened to me. You know, being in your 20s, it is confusing. I'm lost I'm confused just like the rest of you and you know living in New York City it's hard and confusing. I remember on my first episode I was saying that I've been living in New York now it's it's close it's almost 10 years August will be 10 years and there's certain things just make me feel like a New Yorker you know when someone would ask me for directions on the subway or you know if I saw someone carrying their dry cleaning walking down the street um, silly things, trivial things, but they made me feel like a New Yorker and like we were all in this together and we were all just trying to, you know, navigate life in New York City. And I was so happy to be a part of that. And that's why whenever these funny or random or embarrassing or crazy things would happen to me, I just felt the need to share because, you know, being here almost 10 years, I, I felt the pride of being a New Yorker. And, you know, now that it's Corona still and this pandemic and the social distancing it kind of feels like new york new york city i should say is losing a bit of its magic it's it's crumbling a bit and i'm not saying it's going to stay down forever i you know new yorkers are tough new yorkers are strong they will 
get through this and life will bounce back to normal to some extent. But I was happy to, you know, be here in times New York is thriving and people are, you know, happily walking down the sideway, the sideway, the sidewalk, I mean, you know, carrying their dry cleaning and, you know, invading your personal space and asking strangers things. There's times now where no one's really walking around so much. You wouldn't dream of going up to a stranger now and everyone has a mask on. So I don't know. I really, I've learned a lot the past few months and I think that this podcast has really helped me reflect on a lot of that. And I guess also thank you to everyone who's listened and is not listening 25 episodes in. I wouldn't be making these if people weren't listening and if, you know, it wasn't, if everyone told me they hated it, I would have stopped a long time ago to save myself from a little bit of embarrassment. But I don't know. I've kept it up and I really thank everyone for listening. So this is the last episode of season one. So keep listening and I hope you enjoy. I was talking to one of my friends and, you know, I was saying, I can't believe that Corona is happening now and this pandemic and everyone's so bored and everyone's just looking for a hobby. And then I wish I had a hobby. And I was like, everyone's doing something. People are making sourdough bread or, you know, banana bread, banana cake, or they're taking up knitting or they're trying recipes or new cocktails. And everyone's just picking up hobbies. And I was really, really wanting one for my own and she laughed and she said but Cheryl you have a hobby and I was like what are you talking about I have zero hobbies she's like your podcast zero correlation that is your hobby so while everyone else was has been looking for one I had one all along and I didn't even realize I didn't even realize that this podcast has become my hobby sharing my life and the stories and the things that happened to me you know, the good, the bad, and all the crazy shit in between, sharing it every Sunday or almost every Sunday. I know I've sometimes had this out once or twice on a Monday, so my apologies. But again, it's Corona. Who knows what day it is ever? But all along, I had a hobby, which is kind of cool. And it's kind of cool to think from when I started 25 episodes later, like where I'm at now. When I started, my goal was to make it to 20 minutes. I didn't make it to 20 minutes of an episode for a while. When I started, I didn't have a theme song. I think my theme song came in around episode six, maybe. I don't remember. Um, Up until a few weeks ago, Share Splitting didn't have a theme song. And I feel like every week, it's just getting better. Yes. Do I always make the time limit that I want? No. Sometimes I fall short. Um, But overall, I feel like every week I've gotten better and I've enjoyed my hobby more and more and I've enjoyed sharing and I think in the beginning I my my tone wasn't as good and my voice was a little shaky and I used a lot of filler words and yes of course I still say like and um because I'm a 20 something year old and that's just part of who I am but I think I've been able to articulate better and just get my point across better and again it's it's where I am now from episode one it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy how much time has passed. It's crazy how much this has developed. You know, it's really crazy that I didn't even think of it as a hobby when everyone else is, you know, picking up cooking and picking up baking and, you know, learning new cocktails and all those kind of things. 
I was really searching for my own hobby, but I had one. And, you know, I don't know. I think that's something special that I didn't even realize I had it all along. Friends who encouraged me to start this podcast to begin with, without their push, I never would have done it. I still probably shouldn't have done it. I mean, I enjoy it. I laugh. But looking back, people probably think I'm psycho for the stories I've shared and the things I've said. And that's saying you should only know the things I don't share and the things I don't say because something should be kept private in my life. Well, in anyone's life. But these are only the the PG stories that y'all are getting. I can't give you the R-rated ones. I just can't do it. My parents listen to this podcast. Even if they don't care, I care. And I know I swear a lot on this podcast. This is not a children-friendly podcast. But I like to say the word fuck. I feel like it gives a little something extra, you know? Really emphasizes my point. You know? I don't know. I feel like I've really grown into this podcast the past few weeks. And I really am excited to see where I can take it when I come back in a few weeks. And I don't know. See where I can go from here. If I can grow it more and... It's interesting because I remember um, maybe like three weeks ago, not, sorry, three weeks ago, I mean three months ago, three and a half months ago, I was on a date and I was telling this person how I have a podcast and they probably thought I was crazy. And now after dating me for three and a half months or so, they, they know I'm crazy. It's confirmed. And I was telling him about my podcast and how I want to grow the audience and I want more people to listen. And he's like, well, why do you, why do you? Why do you make the podcast? Is it to become, you know, famous and a big podcast and Instagram famous and for everyone to know your name and everything? And I said, no, I just, I want to share. I want to be relatable. I want, you know, I want someone to laugh if they're having a bad day. And then he asked me, he said, well, do you enjoy making it? I said, yeah, I I love making my podcast. He's like, so who the hell cares how many people hear it? He's like, who the hell cares how many people listen to it? He's like, it shouldn't matter as long as you enjoy it. It's not a regret. It's not a mistake if you had fun. And this person's outlook is kind of like this on a lot of things. And I really appreciate that about them. But he was right. He was 100% right. And after that, I stopped looking at analytics. I stopped looking at how many people listened each week and from what countries and on what platforms. I used to religiously stalk the analytics of Spotify and Apple Podcasts super religiously I would stalk it I would check it every day I would see if the numbers went up I would see who's listening in what countries but then he made me realize that it really fucking doesn't matter I enjoy making it it's become my hobby it's become something important to me and again really my goal is I like to get things off my chest I like making people laugh and if one person's having a crap day and listens and feels better It's all worth it. So it's just funny that I was looking for a hobby during social distancing and, you know, this pandemic and everyone's so bored and been watching Netflix and picking up hobbies. And I was looking for a hobby, but I really had one all along. The other day I was looking through a bunch of old pictures, Um, you know, how on Facebook, it shows you memories from this day, you know, X amount of years ago, last year, two years, three years. And, you know, Instagram does that too. They'll sometimes show you something you posted last year, two years ago, et cetera, et cetera. And I was looking through these pictures and then, you know, it was a friend's birthday. 
this past week. So I was also looking through, you know, pictures trying to find things to post. And it's so crazy because I don't recognize the person that I am in a lot of these pictures. Even a year ago, I feel like I look different. I feel like I am different. I feel different from the inside out. I don't recognize the person I'm looking at in the picture. And I know that might sound really like, I don't know, like I'm romanticizing some idea that I've changed and I've grown and I'm so different, which sounds cliche and stupid, but I feel like I've changed and grown the last, you know, three, four months, the last 25 episodes of starting this podcast, you know, in 25 weeks, I've never missed an episode. And I feel like I've grown so much in this time and I've evolved so much and I've learned so much. And again, I know it sounds cliche, but if I change so much in 25 weeks, which is not that long of a time, you know, it's, it's really not, it's a few months. Of course I've changed from last year, two years, three years ago. My physical appearance has changed. I used to dye my hair a lot. I've lost weight. I've gained weight. You know, so my physical appearance definitely has changed, which I know is trivial and doesn't really matter. But I feel like I've grown up every week that I've lived in New York for almost the past 10 years. And I know this might sound like a weird time to reflect on all this, but it's Corona. My mind's in a million places. So I'm not apologizing for my reminiscent thoughts at all because it's corona and weird shit happens now but if I look back I really think that every week I learn something new and every month I learn something new and every year I learn something new and when you learn something new you change you evolve every shitty date you go on you learn from it and you change and evolve every bad relationship you've been in every guy that you thought was the one or every girl that you thought was the one and the people who mistreated you and the friendships that ended they were all blessings in disguise or blessings you know out in the open but you've changed and you've grown with every single one I've evolved from every shit relationship I've been in I've evolved and changed from every toxic friendship I've had from any toxic person that has come in or out of my life, I've changed, I've evolved. So of course, when I'm looking back at pictures from a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, of course, I don't recognize that person. And some people in the pictures, I don't speak to anymore and I'm not friends with anymore. Or I'm not dating them anymore and they're not in my life, which some people might find sad, but I don't think that's sad. I think staying in something that's bad for you is is sad. It, whether it be a friendship, a romantic relationship, if you have toxic family members, if you're in a bad apartment and you hate your roommates, if you have a really shitty boss and you hate your job, and I mean really hate, not like me wanting to kill my boss right now, but I mean truly hate where you're really mistreated. Anything, I think staying in anything that isn't serving you anymore, that is toxic, I think that's sad leaving and knowing your worth and knowing that you deserve change and you're worthy of change and you're worthy of better things, that's really fucking awesome. That's really amazing and I think that's beyond words. So instead of being sad that I don't recognize the person 
<coughs> excuse me, instead of being sad that I don't recognize the person in any of these pictures, I smile. I'm happy because there's a reason why I'm not friends with those people anymore. There's a reason why I'm not in those relationships anymore. And there's a reason why I'm not that person anymore. We are meant to change and evolve. That's the way we were created as humans. We are meant to evolve. We are meant to change. We are meant to make mistakes. We are meant to fuck up. We are meant to love. We are meant to be confused. We are meant to kind of be stumbling through life. That's why we're here. That's why we are created. So instead of, you know, being confused or conflicted or sad or just unsure of why I don't recognize the person in those pictures, I'm choosing to be happy and I'm really choosing to celebrate it. It's your I know it's a season finale. That sounds so weird. Season one finale. That's what it is. This is the finale. But I know it's a season finale, but I wasn't going to leave you without a good share explain. And this week, in honor of the season finale, which I think I just like saying season finale, I'm giving you two share explains. If you don't remember what share explaining is, you really should probably go to a doctor if you don't remember at this point, 25 weeks in. But it's when I take a funny, modern dating term or it's a term that I like usually from Urban Dictionary or Bustle or Pop Sugar or BuzzFeed or Refinery29, any of those great sources. I know, really premium. Um, I give you their definition. I give you my definition. If I have any examples, I'll share them. But that's share explaining. So let's get in. They're both just funny. Um, the first one is Clam Jam. Yes, you heard that right. And according to Urban Dictionary, clam jam is the female equivalent to the cock block, which is just funny that they actually like made a term for that. Like, why can't we just use cock block, you know, for men and women the same way that we use fuck boy for man or woman? Like it's a universal unisex term. Like it just is. Um, the clam jam is just funny. I don't think I've ever done this to anybody and just don't do it. Like people do whatever the hell they want. So that's the first one. The second one, and I just find this hysterical, is a screw veneer. And according to Urban Dictionary, a screw veneer is anything that you keep, whether stolen or given to you, from someone's house that you've slept with. That's just interesting. Like, take that in for a second. First of all, if you steal shit from other people's apartments, you are a klepto. You should go get help for that. That's A. B, if someone gives you something after they slept with you and just randomly gave you something, that's weird. If you're dating someone consistently and they give you something and you hold on to it, I think then a screw veneer is freaking hysterical. But I don't know. Taking something or... Holding on to something from a one-night stand is also kind of weird. And obviously keep things from your boyfriends and girlfriends because they're just funny and they're relics and they're memories and that's great. I just thought that screw veneer was a really clever term. So I felt the need, obviously, to share it with all of you because that's what I'm here for. 
I just like to share shit with all of you. But I don't know. They're both cute. They're both short. Scrooveneer. Clam Jam. I don't do any of that. Well, that's not true. The guy that I'm dating, I definitely have things in my apartment of his or things that he's given me. But that's different. We've been dating for a long time. Um, does a toothbrush count? Like I have a toothbrush at his apartment and he has one at mine. But again, we've been dating for a long time. So I don't really know if any of that counts. I don't know. That's just me rambling random shit. Yeah. Thoughts out loud. Sorry. Stream of consciousness. But that is share splitting this week. I kept it short and sweet. I really can't believe this is, you know, my 25th episode. I can't believe this is the end of season one. I really hope that in a few weeks time when season two starts, everyone still listens. Um, Thank you for listening. It really means a lot to me. I know it sounds cliche and I know I'm full of cliches, but I really mean them. If you know me personally, you know, I actually mean them. So I'm just gonna leave you with The advice that I always give, drink your coffee, mind your own business, wash your fucking hands for longer than 20 seconds, do your squats, and as always, stay away, far, far away from fuckboys. I'm Cheryl Chubin. This is Zero Correlation. Thank you for listening to season one, and I'll see you next time.